Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. I'm feeling a little dazed and confused today. Maybe, maybe it's because it's been a hundred days since we last saw live NHL action. I'm not sure. It's Brendan Escott with you on the Friday edition of Oilers Now, which, as always, is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Yes, Bob has taken the day, the first day he's taken since the NHL shutdown 100 days ago. Got to admire the guy's work ethic, 100%. Got an interesting show booked for you today. Of course, we're going to hear from our regular Friday contributor. That is Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. And we've got plenty to unpack with Elliot as news broke just before we hit the airwaves that the Tampa Bay Lightning have had to close their training facility due to an outbreak of COVID-19. Now, this could mean a few different things. We're not 100% sure of the severity of these cases, and we likely won't be, because in the previous 10 instances of NHL players contracting or testing positive for COVID, we haven't really heard much other than that. So I would expect that would remain the same with this circumstance. We'll get a little bit more from uh, Elliot Friedman on that. But I can tell you this much. I mean, we're getting closer and closer and closer to decision time on hub cities. And I know that the Florida teams weren't in the mix. But I'll tell you who is, and that's Vegas. And if you look at the COVID situation in Florida and you look at the COVID situation in Nevada and you look at the COVID situation in Arizona... And you look at how it's all being handled right now from the top down. And I'm starting to genuinely have some concern built up. I don't know about you, but I'm starting to get a little bit leery about how things matriculating down in the United States might ultimately end up impacting hockey north of the border. Like to get your thoughts on that, you can do so at 780-496-0063. That is the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. The River Cree is back up and at it. They've got over 1,350 slot machines for you to use, but note that the table games due to this pandemic still not up and running quite yet. Hey, main casino floor, though, 100% smoke-free. 
River Creek Resort Casino, excitement, bet on it. You can also keep in touch, 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. We are on Twitter, at Oilers Now. I am at Brendan Escott. And on the other side of the glass this fine Friday afternoon is young Cody Jansen. Cody, how are you doing today? Hey, not too bad yourself. <laughs> I'm doing great, my friend. Uh, World Hockey Report on Twitter. Cody is uh, a young budding star in the sports media industry as well. Also, what, Janner31? Is that the other handle? That's where they can find you? That's correct. All right. All right. Keep your eyes peeled for young Cody Jansen as we move uh, forward here through this show. He'll have NHL today for you coming down the pipe in a little bit here. But as mentioned, news of the day, Tampa Bay has three players and two staff members diagnosed with positive tests, positive tests for COVID-19. So the Canadian government conversely, conversely to this, has decided that they will allow a border amendment. This is reported right now, expected to be official sometime in the hours or next couple of days anyway. And uh, the border amendment will allow either Vancouver, Toronto or Edmonton to theoretically be a host hub city. The Minister of Immigration says it is in the national interest of Canada to host, although I don't think that he was the one that had the final sign off on that. But regardless, that is excellent news. That is what we had been waiting to hear out of Ottawa for quite some time now word comes down great but we still don't know who's necessarily the front runner for this we keep hearing toronto and we're in alberta we've already got the alberta goggles on we know that so to say that toronto's the front runner right now Probably not an inaccurate statement, although it has been reported that all three potential Canadian sites are still in the running. Which leads me to wonder, and I'm not pointing the finger at anybody, I'm simply raising this to your attention, because I saw on Twitter last night that the JW Marriott is planning to open on July 2nd, eight days before training camp starts. So let's dive in quickly to the Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear, and I'll explain to you why this matters. Direct Workwear in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. This is Brian Burke from yesterday's show talking about the importance of having quarantine in the hub city. Or perhaps it's not going to play. Janner, do you have these clips up in the Escott folder over there on the other side of the glass? Live radio. I'm not sure why this isn't playing right now. Bottom line, I'll let you cue that up here. Um, we know this. What made Edmonton was a, a very appealing in combination with the COVID numbers. Actually, maybe I'll give that right now. You got it? Ready to rock and roll? Let's go Burke on the NHL's debate over hub cities, shall we? I don't think it's I don't think it's that relevant with the concept of bubbling these guys. Okay. I don't think they care if it's a hot spot if they can truly quarantine and bubble these guys the whole time. So if they stay in one hotel, walk to the rink, no interaction with fans. The only the group of thirty seven or whatever goes into the building at once. It's already been sanitized before the last group left. You go to your meals, bubble. You never if they can truly bubble them, it shouldn't matter what the COVID nineteen rate is in that city. Now, if they can't do that, if they are not absolutely sure they can bubble them, then it should be the number one factor. 
And that's why I'm raising that question, that last statement right there, if they can't bubble them. Theoretically, if the Marriott is opening up to the public on July 2nd, I'm not sure how that would work with that being one of the main options, at least. I know they've talked Sutton Place, uh, Tom Gillardy's building just down the road from that. But but interesting, interesting that we now have this conflict. So again, we'll try and unpack a little bit of that with Elliot Friedman coming down the pipe at 1235. 1.05, we'll hear from Edmonton Oil Kings goaltender Sebastian Kosa. He has been all over Hockey Canada's radar this month and is heading into the uh, summer development camp, virtual summer development camp uh, for the 2021 World Juniors coming up a little later on this summer. So we'll get his thoughts on that. And then at 1.35 from the Oilers Radio Network, Jack Michaels. We'll get some thoughts on, uh, you know, the news of the day NHL-wise. But as a young, aspiring play-by-play broadcaster myself, I thought it might be interesting to just pick Jack's brain a little bit on some of the methodology some of the inspiration, some of the highlights of his play-by-play uh, career because obviously it was long before the last uh, nine years here in Edmonton, eight or nine years here in Edmonton. So let's dive back into this uh, Oilers Now audio vault because this is going to parlay moving forward here. Um, Worrisome news out of Florida, yes, but Burke on yesterday's show, Brian Burke out of Sportsnet says that the NHL will play and they have to. Yeah, I do, and I don't. I think we'll get a new CBA out of this too. Um, I don't think there's any choice here but to play if we humanly possibly can. And I think that they've got to identify the hub cities. They've got to lay out next season soon. They've got to give fans a focal point for when next season is going to begin and end. Uh, I think they've been late on that, but I give them some, cut them some slack because it's not like they haven't been looking at other things. But announce the hub cities. Announce the schedule for next year. Announce the new CBA, and then let's get the game back on TV. CBA tossed in there at the very end. That's something I'm not going to dive too deeply into, but when you're looking at how um, hard other leagues right now are struggling, the MLB with the, the players disagreeing with ownership and, and the commissioner and teams, like that is a mess. I would be very, very worried as a baseball fan right now looking at the state of those negotiations, or even if you want to stretch that to the CFL. I know the Players Association there is not happy that they have not been included in the talks for return to play. They are not happy that they're asking, being asked to have dollars rolled back off of what was already, you know, not certainly not the kind of pay scale we're looking at in the big four. So where do we go from here? Well, I can tell you one thing that I firmly believe was holding up the decision to announce the hub cities, and that was the fact that they were still trying to get a Canadian team to be able to do that. Is that going to be Toronto? Is it going to be Vancouver? Vancouver's not even practicing in their own facilities. I'm not convinced that makes a very strong argument that they're if they're not willing to hold training camp in Vancouver, why would they be willing to hold games? I don't know. Obviously, they're looking at the economic boost, but we will find out sooner than later on this front. I think we're moving right towards it. Let's press pause here on Oilers Now. It's Brendan Escott in with you today. Back with some text messages from you. Lots to get to on the NHL news front. Talking about some of it, let's reset things as we go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored, branded programs for your team or business when your order is done online every time. Elite Promotional Marketing, Mr. Cody Jansen, what's going on? As you uh, brought up about the Tampa Bay Lightning, 
they uh, they closed their training facilities. Multiple players tested positive there. Um, federal government, they've removed the 14-day quarantine. Pittsburgh Penguins head coach, I found this one interesting. In The Athletic, he said that Matt Murray could be their starter come playoff time. And Vancouver Canucks forward Nikolai Goldobin, he's off to the KHL. He signed a two-year deal with CSKA Moscow. Yeah, Goldobin, uh, Goldobin, one of those players, man, a high draft pick. Uh, I think the Canucks fans were probably pretty excited. I want to say, and correct me if I'm wrong, Cody, but that trade was for Yannick Hansen back in the day. That might have been a one-for-one for, one for Yannick Hansen as they were unloading the last of that uh, cup team from 2011. Uh, either that or was it Jonathan Dahlin? I'm not sure on the trade. Yeah, I'd have but... to go back to that. But, you know, you, you got an asset uh, similar to what we're seeing with Yesapul Yarvi. Maybe it's just, uh, maybe the adaptation to the American game is just a little bit, a um, little bit much right now. And there's, to me, to me, there's nothing wrong with plying your trade in Europe for a couple of years. And the reason for that is we've seen how effective it was with a team like Detroit and how Ken Holland managed that sort of thing. And that's not the only example of it, but it certainly is one. So we'll see, I guess, on uh, on that gold open front uh matt murray like honestly i love tristan jari obviously being the the former oil king and the, and the the uh memorial cup winner uh murray save percentage and he played a couple more games the save percentage was quite a bit better in the final like 12 games of the regular season there so i can sort of see where they're going with that but uh listen i mean if one of those two goalies is available that's an interesting market in this offseason isn't it because for me like matt murray we kind of know what he's about. He's a little bit injury prone, but he's got the the pedigree, if you want to think of it that way. A couple of cups in short order early in his career, but he's been inconsistent since. And then you got Tristan Jari, who might be a nice trade chip, something along those lines. Although I'm pretty sure he's a restricted free agent as well. So maybe they get a deal done. Maybe, maybe like we saw with uh, Mark Andre Fleury, it ends up being a Seattle. I'm going with the Kraken. Because I think that's what they're leading towards. I'd like to hear the Emeralds, but I think it's going to be the Kraken. We shall see. So uh, not naive to the fact that today also marks the uh, the anniversary of the end of the Cinderella story, the 06 Stanley Cup final. Game seven, an early goal from Aaron Ward. And that pretty much sealed the fate of the Oilers. And, you know, we go, we go down this path quite frequently on this show, and particularly lately because there's very little else to be debating. Uh, but uh, that brings the question up for me. What is your biggest sports heartbreak? This could be a multitude of things. Maybe, maybe we've got listeners from Akron, Ohio, who really felt some type of way when LeBron James took his talents to South Beach. It could be something like that. What is your biggest sports heartbreak? Mine are isolated. For whatever reason, I can't make heads or tails of this, but I live and die by the Houston Texans football team. I'm a Canadian sports reporter. I can't live and die by hockey teams. It doesn't work like that in my role. But I channel all of that love and passion into my football team, which perpetually breaks my heart. Perpetually. But the games, you know, like you got a 21-0 lead in the playoffs on Kansas City and you can't get it done. That was heartbreak. Young Canucks fan Brendan in 2011. That was agonizing. I don't know if that was heartbreak specifically. That was just an agonizing beatdown for a few games. An emotional roller coaster led by the goaltending of Roberto Luongo. 
But what is your biggest sports heartbreak? 780-496-0063. That's the number to text. Maybe it is the Stanley Cup final. I'm betting, I'm betting that there's a lot of people that are going to say Steve Smith's own goal. What do you think, Cody? Do you have a do you, what what stands out for you? Was there a trade? Was there maybe losing the draft lottery? Oh boy, gonna get ripped for this one. 2004, Flames. You know, I I think that puck was in. I think that got past Javi Bulin in the red line. Interesting. You know what? We're going to go back down the path of the 2004 Calgary Flames because, of course, Jerome Gimla is up for the Hall of Fame class this year. And I want to get uh, I want Elliot Friedman to make the case for him. What really stands out to me about that? I mean, the Canadians and hockey fans have had interesting, like little splashes of heartbreak over the last, say, 10 years. Right. You had Calgary lose out in 04 and you had Ottawa in 07. You had the Canucks in 2011. Um, I'm trying to think, am I missing anybody? Do you have Ottawa go back there again to the well, cup you, final? You forgot the Oilers in 06. The but... Oilers in 06. Because we just talked about it. <laughs> lots of uh, lots of potential for Canadian hockey heartbreaks. So let's get those flowing here at 780-496-0063. Ben Johnson being stripped of gold. That, that is a deeper cut. That's an interesting one. That's something that was beyond my years for sure. But you look at the documentaries that have been made about that kind of thing. And I, I, I want to say this. With respect to sprinting, with respect to the fastest man on the planet Earth. If you follow me on Twitter, you know I have been pounding the drum for Alfonso Davies and what he has been doing in the Bundesliga. I want to see him in a showdown with a Canadian sprinter Andre de Grasse. Put the money up for whatever charity you want. Any of them. I just love the idea of that. Buy in to Alfonso Davies, ladies and gentlemen. He is unbelievable. Kevin in Vancouver says uh, Seattle Volcanoes. Good name for uh, Seattle, the Mount Rainier on the logo. The Gretzky trades, a day of heartbreak for this texter. Former D-man Mark says bar none, Wayne Gretzky being sold. I mean, traded, he says. It marked the beginning of the end for the dynasty. Another texter says Oilers game five choke in the 2017 playoffs. Whew. Did we get people triggered? Yeah, 06 final when Rollison got hurt. That that right there, because it collectively sucked the wind out of what was an incredible. I, I called it the Cinderella story. You know, Bob has has explained in great detail the amount of emotion that was in Rexall Place when when those games were going on. I can't wait to see this place with playoff hockey, man. I really can't. How much closer are we to playoff hockey? We're going to find out after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. We'll be joined by, no, not Tom Hanks and Castaway, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers after this. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.